Hoopball Podcast listeners. Are you a fantasy expert and want to write or podcast for Hoopball? Do you have aspirations of covering a team? Are you a master of sales and want to earn some cash on the phones? Well, we've got good news. Hoopball's recruiting. If you think you have what it takes, hit us up at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or by emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. Again, that's at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. Welcome to the Cousin Brew Show! Yeah, yeah, yeah. A playful set of jeers. How you doing, man? Man, I'm living. I'm loving life. What are you up to, man? How you been? I'm good. I, I'm 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 real good. I uh, I'm just curious though, because like I got this text from you. It's like <laughs> not gonna make it on time. What did you say? Fighting the rats or you? you... Some, uh, yeah, we so. I've become a farmer in my old age. Okay, you know you, when you get older, you, having, you have the you have to like think of new ways to, since you don't get to hang out and do things you normally do, did. So, you know, I'm, I'm all I got my plants. You know, I compost. I got compost going on the side of the house and bins, and that's my super scientific deal. And so I got you know zucchini squash. I got you know three types of peppers. I got you know tomatoes and eggplant and strawberry out there. But now the rats have come. The rats have come for my for my tomatoes and my strawberries. So it's been like this, you know. And I'm I hate rodents. I'm terrified of mice and rats on top of it. So, but I'm like okay. You're you're 42 years old. You need to get over this. So I've got all these traps out, you know. So every morning, I get up and I have to <laughs> empty out all the rat traps and, and and find them because you know I got little guys and they like to get up in the thing. So I have to like when I put the rat traps out, I have to do like a count, <laughs> and every trap has to be accounted for. You know, <laughs> by the time I, I, I love how you're well, laughing at your own craziness right now. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, <laughs> As as you verbalize it, then it gets worse. So anyway, so today it's so it's gotten less. I've had about I think I've had eleven in the past three days, right? Four days. Eleven. 11. Days. Wow. Yeah, but the, it's a but virtual the last, bloodbath over there. <laughs> <laughs> but the last two days have only had three, so we had a couple of big days. Um, so uh, hopefully it's it's winding down. But they did get a strawberry. And I should have picked that thing yesterday, you know, but I got greedy to give it one more day of vine ripening. And uh, he, the little, one of the little bastards got there. But um, yeah, so that's my life now. I got Composting, greedy <laughs> one extra day of vine ripening. You're in this, man. You are in oh, this. I'm a hitman, you know, because they like to go across the they like to go across the raw the walls. But then, like, you also want to put some when things are getting ripe and like certain tomatoes are. You also want to like stick some strategically, like in case they they get around the other ones. You know, it's a last resort. Oh man, it's it's, it's a serious thing. It's I mean, serious thing. we have a lot to cover here, so naturally we're just going to spend a lot of time just talking about total uh, whatever you want to call this. But I mean, over here in my place, I'm fighting the cockroaches, man. It yeah. is, it is, it is just like it, it is all encompassing because <laughs> my wife 
has I don't know what your fear level is of, of of the rodents, but her fear level of the cockroaches is at the highest levels you could imagine, you know. And it's not too. I don't I don't like them. I I mean I don't I'm like not to deal with them. I'm rolling my sleeves up, and I've become an exterminator, is what it boils down to. And in Sacramento, where right now, and cause you you remember the garage. The garage yeah. itself is already at about like 85 degrees. And that's with well, all the fixings. We got the insulation, well, the whole bit. Um, outside, I, I, it was like 90 degrees last night at about 10 p.m. Oh, that's killer. And that's so what happens killer. is the cockroaches come up from the sewers and they flood the city of Sacramento. Like it's just cockroach. <laughs> you know, central down here. So I'm fighting them, you know, and, and we went seven or eight weeks without seeing one and uh-huh. saw one the other night. And I just, my heart fell to the ground. <laughs> I rolled up my sleeves and I started hunting for places they could get in. <laughs> Welcome to the Cos and Brew show, everybody. Um, this is not the Cos and Brew pest hour. Yeah. <laughs> though, Are you sure? though, that would be fun. I got enough ammo for it. I mean, I could talk about these things all day. I like your garden, though, man. That's uh, that's that's yeah. something I've always had on my wish list that I've not, I've never pulled that one together. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I'm gonna go gonna go a little bigger next year, and I want to get it to where I'm, you know, have a ton of stuff to to eat. You know, so uh, yeah, it's fun. You still a vegetarian? Oh yeah, man. I doubt. I dabble here and I mean I shouldn't say that I shouldn't say oh yeah like that I mean I'm definitely I mean I eat mostly I eat mostly vegan and then probably like once every two weeks I'll succumb to like shrimp tacos or something like that does, like when you're watching TV does like a, a a burger ad like throw you off your game you know burgers are not something that I even consider anymore, which is crazy. Like beef in general, I didn't eat a ton of it, but um, you know, it'll maybe it'll pop. Not usually watching TV. Like if I go by, like if I drive by a spot that has great burgers, it'll pop in my head for a second, but not really. Yeah, it's for me. It's the pizza ads. Like when I'm when I'm on diet, like I yeah. see a pizza ad and it's like. It's like Papa John's or some just terrible pie. <laughs> Papa John's sponsoring the Cos and Brew show for zero days. Um, yeah. But it's, it's, it's like terrible pizza, and I'm like, oh, just give me the phone. Let's do this. Right, right. <laughs> anyway, so, okay, um, by the way, um, aside from pests, aside from pizza, and, and, and whatever Cos's go-to meat is, what is your go-to meat? <laughs> what's the what's the uh, one that knocks you out of your vegetarian game? It's not really. I mean, it's mostly it would be it's seafood. I don't really I don't eat chicken that much anyway. I don't like. Yeah, if it's anything, it's going to be seafood. Eh, you know, at least you're with the high end stuff. So seafood. Other than those things, we have the NBA playoffs going on. Okay. And <laughs> talk about a transition. Um, I have been freaking like nailed to my seat and I have loved the bubble for so many different reasons and all these different plans you hear about making other bubbles and 
possibly doing mid-season stuff I was totally opposed to last year, this current year, and then, you know, just this idea of maybe possibly relegation toward the end of the year to knock some teams out and remove some bad basketball from the end of the season. Like, I'm, aside from fantasy concerns, which I think Adam Silver call me, because you don't want to piss off fantasy players, because <laughs> they're the reason everybody's watching. <laughs> They, they won't trust me. <laughs> no, they they won't. They won't call me. I, I can guarantee you that. But they, they won't either. But I do, I do think that that will be a consideration. Oh yeah, well, especially with the league's stance on on gaming, um, you know, gambling. Uh, by the right. way, first of all, I cause Sagui, Sagui, Guess what? I am twenty and eleven on my bubble picks. Oh, that, that, I thought to, you thought it was something better no, than that. Well, I thought you were going to do the read for I our am, sponsor. I am, I okay. am. Because you, what you can do is you can, and what you should do right now is, is bet against me. There's no way I can keep going 20 and 11. That, that would make me so good at this. You guys would, I would be completely insufferable. You guys don't want that. You want me to lose, and I'm going to lose, and you can bet against me at mybookie.ag and use the code HOOPBALL and get a match to your deposit. Wait, so can, can can they act? Can someone actually bet against you? Yeah, because I'm posting my picks ahead of time. Uh, like I posted my Portland minus six pick for this play-in game that's happening in a couple hours, and okay. I posted over two thirty-two point five. I think because these guys played, they scored two hundred forty-seven points in regulation last time, and I don't see either of them becoming a defensive stalwart overnight. So, I, I mean, I, and I tweeted this. I said, these games get a little tight. So I could see that, you know, maybe some even tired legs. But uh, those are my two bets. You can bet against me. You could take Memphis plus six, and you could take the under 232.5 and use the code HoopBall. Tell them we sent you. So uh, got that out of the way. I'm terrible with that stuff. Oh, my God. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. No? Is that how it goes? Whatever you don't do, do what I, I say. Don't do, do what I say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. So where were you when Dame Lillard decided he was like Bo Jackson in Tech Mobile and could just take any shot in the half court that he wanted? Are you talking about the last week, or are you talking about just that last game? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, both. That, I mean, but, but the last game, especially with everything on the line, um, it was it was fascinating because Garrett Temple is one of the, in my opinion, one of the best defensive minds out there, and I love that Nets team. I took that Nets team. I picked them um, to cover that game. Uh, they just sold out on him. And it was just fun to watch the chess match. So uh, one thing I, I wanted to, to note before we quickly scoot through the analysis of, of his run is just at one point in time, he pulled up and you might have said, come on, Dame, now that's a little ridiculous. But they kept <laughs> doubling him that way and they kept getting open corner threes out of that yeah. configuration. And so I thought maybe Dame was like, okay, I know this is a really bad shot. <laughs> But it's yeah. going to make them respect this and continue to do this double teaming scheme, which I thought you could go to it for two to three possessions, but like they did it a lot. They did a lot. I thought 
that was a bit much. I mean, it, I, I, you know, and I, I know a guy is hot and this, but you, at some point, <laughs> I mean, again, you got a guy like Gary Temple at some point, you got to say like, okay, dude, you, you just got to, you just got to stop him once, you know, like we got to maybe push him, you know, a certain way. We've got to do something, but we can't just have this, you know, it was ridiculous. a one, one defense, like yeah, one man and one shadowing. Yeah, I mean, at least, like, wait until they get into their screen and roll action, maybe, and trap on that, maybe, and just to switch it up in between, but, like... It reminded me of NFL wide receiver coverage when, like, you know, like, you're a small school playing Randy Moss, and, Mm -hmm. like, that he's caught everything, and you're just like, okay, we'll put one guy right in your face, and then we'll put one guy behind him, and try to not let you catch anything. Yeah, so that was, yeah, I didn't, um, I thought that they missed some opportunities, and that's there. And then I really, I'm a big, big Karis LeVert guy. Oh, um, he's good, that, that, um, that's that. I mean, he he was having his way in the paint, you know, for the last. What do you, you know, think the, his, his upside is? Sorry to step on you there. But like I was having, oh, yeah. I wanted to tweet something about this, but I didn't have it figured out, so I just held it back. Like, no, he's he's a really good player. He's a really good scorer. It's always the issue's always been his health. I mean, I I'm a Michigan guy, so watching him there. I mean, his injuries in college, you know, cost Michigan a, a, a an NC two A championship. You know, if they had had him, they definitely would have won. You know, one of those the years with what the. About, um, what Tr- about his defense? Tr- like. Is, I'm not concerned about it. You know, it's it is what it is. It's not great. I mean, I, I yeah, don't well, know. I mean, I, I mean, I think when he's on the ball, I th- I think he's a pretty good defender on the ball. Okay. Yeah, I I'm mean, not, I'm but not, I haven't seen enough to like go to war over that. Yeah, and, I and, mean, I, I don't. I think his offensive game is good enough that it. You know, I mean, I'm not. It's just not something that I would consider in the like whether I want the guy on my team. I mean, I just, he's just a really good scorer at all levels. and um, Really good yeah. decision maker, like, with the flow and the tempo of the game, like, which was a little disappointing with that final shot. He he let him off the hook. He definitely let him off the hook. And it's just such a bad – I mean, like, I don't care. Like, kids, a step back anything is just not a good shot. I'm sorry. It's, it's cool in the first quarter. But when the game's on the line, it's just not a good shot. Especially, Period. Especially it fights when, physics. Yeah, and especially when you've got the step on the other guy. Like, yeah. you just a little bit of patience with the drive. I think people think, okay, well, they're going to tighten up and the whistles will get swallowed and I'm going to get, you know, banged around and, I, and I'm not going to get the call. So I'll go for separation but, and a step back. But he doesn't. Like he's got the kind of handles that, and the kind of those herky jerky moves, he always can get to spots. I mean, he was he was basically just, you know, it was so you don't see guys, you don't see perimeter guys taking guys that low anymore. So it's almost like the defenders don't really know what to do when they're down there anyway. So it, does, it didn't matter if he actually got any separation if there was a collision he has he had such he has such good turnarounds and stuff when he's down low like that it it, it wouldn't have mattered that the ref swallowed the list was he still would have got a much cleaner much much better look kind of you know, so. he, he, he kind of reminds me of um nikola Jokic 
with his up fakes in the post. Nikola Jokic had like seven up fakes against I can't remember who, and the guy was disciplined, stayed with six of them, and then <laughs> and they lost the lost one. on the seventh. And I think he somehow avoided a three second call. I don't know, but like. But Karis Levert gets down. I mean, you with one up fake, you know, you're kind of done already. But he he was going to like two or three up fakes and getting yeah. easy power layups. Um, yeah, and a variety of other great, shots. Get that great footwork down there. A lot of guys that get down there, and you have to have a good up fake. They're so like off balance that the shot they can hardly get off the ground for the shot. But he he really has put in work, you know, from, uh, you know, a kid put in work down the block as far as his footwork goes. So I tell you, man, yeah. you, you had mentioned the kids earlier. Kids, learn how to play in the post. I mean, you're a guard. Thanks. Like some of the, when I see a guard just, you know, I couldn't go down to the block and just take somebody to town every single time. That is powerful stuff. Um, but uh, the Nets, they, uh, they, 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 Put a real scare into the into the Blazers, and yes. uh, I thought that they would use that as a tune-up. And I wouldn't be like treating them like they're just some nothing on the eastern side. We're not going to cover them today because they don't have a great chance of winning, and we've got a few different series to get through here. But uh, like, I just think the players they're putting on the floor are way better than the reputation they're getting. So, um. I don't know if you agree or disagree or what. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, they've they got a good, and it's going to be really interesting as they move into next year with, you know, Kyrie and KD coming back. Mm. It's going to, it's going to be really interesting, especially if they can make any noise. I mean, again, we don't expect them to win, but I don't expect Toronto to blow them out um, in any of the games, quite honestly. And so it's going to be interesting to see, like, the dynamic of when those guys come back because we, we, you know, Kyrie is not. And by interesting, you mean shit show. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I mean, you just have two guys that are um, different mentally. And so we'll see how they, if they come in with the mentality of, of, Look, I've got a really nice set of role players here, and I could just do my thing and not step on them, and we're going to be a really good team. Or if they're going to go in and like, I like the shot, I like the ball, one foot to the left on the left wing, and you saying you you're drawing up the play too, you know, that's the kind of stuff that's going to like. I could see both Kyrie and Katie with like a clipboard in their hand at time at a timeout trying to run two different plays, let alone. <laughs> Let alone having a coach there. Oh, oh and real quick, I do. You know, we I, we do uh, rip on Kyrie quite quite a bit, but I, I you know, I, I do want to tip my hat for um, all that he's uh, doing for the uh, WNBA players, um, donating his uh, own money to uh, help some of the WNBA players that um, opted out of the, uh, their season for um, you know health concerns uh, and stuff. I, pretty remarkable on his part so you know i, I razz him for some of his locker room stuff and for his flat everything but you know you, you must uh tip your hat when when someone does something that you really really didn't have to do so tip, tip of that tip of that <laughs> tip of that for Kyrie. i'll tell you man the wnba 
that, that stuff's getting so good, man. I love watching the WNBA. There's some players, man. And, and it's, like, and it's like the, the high end, like Diana Taurasi. Oh, I, she's, I, she's I, a stud, I, man. I, I, I wish they'd give her a shot, you know, in some NBA action. We're going, getting off the rails, but like, I don't know that I've ever seen man or woman a, a smarter player. Like, than like Tarassi. as far as like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, doing, yeah. Like making the right decision on every play. Like, if she has like, if you watch her play, and she has like seven assists, you could like think of like, you know, four other assists where the person didn't cut or they weren't looking or something like. She literally like when she takes a shot, it's a good shot. When she makes a pass, it's a good pass. Like I, she's like the smartest player I've ever seen, man or woman. It, you know, the only one that I would say that I've seen that I think could compete with her is Maya Moore. Well, I think Maya Moore's better. Right. I think she's a better player, but I'm just talking but, but about tra- yeah. But Tarasi's nails. I mean, she's gonna beat you any way that that's conceivable. Like right. To speaking to your point. And shout out to Maya Moore. Her story, if you haven't got a chance yeah. to listen to Maya Moore's story, I mean, this is, this is a woman at the, the peak of her craft who took time off to get a man released. And I don't know the details of that case enough to talk about it, but I'm pretty sure he was just, like, he wasn't supposed to be in there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I love WNBA, and I, and I at, at Hoopball, we're actually looking to really move into that area of coverage. So uh, if you cover the NBA, probably the WNBA, uh, hit me up. <laughs> All right. Playoffs. The funnest, Playoffs? The funnest thing for anybody who talks about sports to say. <laughs> Jim Mora. <laughs> Jim Mora. Like, your, your entire legacy. <laughs> Everything you've ever accomplished. No, it's all about the one time you said a word. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm so out of football. I can't even remember Herman, Herm Edwards. There we go. Herm Edwards' name. These, these... On, he's been on TV a lot. He's had an opportunity to like put layers over that thing. Does... So, you know, so it's not like something that every everybody goes to immediately. Like, there's generations that will never see that. Like, the, you know, but the uh, quote playoffs, game. The quote uh, game got good there for a ten-year span or a five-year span. Yeah, you, you had Singletary. I want winners. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, Denny Green, Denny Green. You know, uh, they are. They were. Well, it's so like if there's ever a sport where like people should not speak to the media directly after, it's football, right? <laughs> like that's the one sport, and it's like I feel like the the time period is even shorter than other sports. So not only should they not be speaking to the media that day, it's like they literally drag them off the field and throw fifty cameras in front of them immediately. It's yeah, awesome. We got to talk some NBA playoffs, but like college coaches, man. <laughs> oh jeez, those lunatics. Seriously. Okay. All right. So we're not going to cover Portland versus the Lakers because, A, they're not even in yet. Um, (laughs) Shout out to the Memphis Grizzlies. Hey, you know what? Shout out to uh, Dylan Brooks, who I give a ton of crap to. I don't care if you miss shots. It's it's just fun to watch you think you can take them. (laughs) 
And um, we've talked about those guys. I hope I, I I would be happy with either team, but I definitely want Portland in there to uh, to fight with the I, I Lakers. Would, I would want I would want Memphis if if Jackson was available, but I just don't think that I think they'd be lost against the Lakers. Give me really give me Memphis in the playoffs if Josh Jackson also gets thirty minutes a game. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Josh, Josh Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. You know, because he they gave him a chance and um he he had a couple games in there where he like saved them. You know, he was the only is player. Huh? Is he even available? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know about this. I don't. I don't think he's in the bubble. I, I don't know that that would be a good place for him. <laughs> well, away, away from everything, away from every possible distraction, wouldn't be a good place for Josh Jackson. We're at the twenty. Not... We're at the twenty-four minute mark. We haven't talked about anybody, any NBA playoffs, but I would like to bring up the fact that an NFL player tried to dress up his girl <laughs> as like a coach or something to get. It was like a rookie, like a rookie. Like a very expendable rookie. Yes. <laughs> and the sad thing is, like, that's the reason that they did it. They made an example out of this guy that they had probably weren't going to keep anyway, you know? Just, Wait, like, I, I love our conversation last night was, we're going to keep it tight <laughs> right down <Yeah>. the middle. <laughs> 25 <laughs> minutes and counting. Okay, playoffs. Playoffs, 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 playoffs. And uh, which one do we want to go first here? Where do we want to go? Um, let's go with Eastern Conference. We're not covering Milwaukee, Orlando. It's going to be Milwaukee. So what do you, what do you say? I'm, I'm going 4-0 there? Yeah, let's go 4-0. I just, just to keep I, it moving. If they can even muster up anything. So there you go. 4-0 yep. there. Uh, Toronto, Brooklyn. Um, we just talked about that. I'll go Toronto in five. Going Toronto in five. Very good games, though. Yep. Yep. Very good games. Uh, uh, agree. Uh, Indy, Miami. This is such a weird series. Like, they're such forgettable teams to the to the people <laughs> that 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 need big names. I think. Yeah, though uh, Jimmy Butler does have a new commercial where he's singing that one song. The, the, yes, the, the, what is that song? Do we know? Uh, uh, is it Hall of the Flame? Yeah. Anyway, I don't think I. I really. I think I'll probably go Heat here. Yeah. I'm going heat. What's the status on Turner? Do we know? Is he even available? <laughs> you know, he's available. He's he's. I just laugh because like so many people. I guess he's a polarizing player. A lot of people still think he's got high end elite talent. I'd be curious to get your opinion on that. Uh, um. N- no, I wouldn't. Well, I mean, he just he's decided that he's a um. Like a perimeter, a perimeter guy. So he's not—he's not a natural perimeter perimeter player. He's doing that because that's what the the guys with calculators and charts Nerds. Say that's are supposed to be. And he's not a natural—he's not natural at that. So he's—he's he's only going to have. I think the ceiling is pretty. He can get better in that role, but he's never going to be an all-star. If that's what people think, that's crazy. 
<laughs> I mean, I tell you, like every every bad contract that should ever be given out. I hear about it in Sacramento. We should do this to get Miles Turner, and they're like conjuring up all these deals, and I'm just like. Why is it always in Sacramento like we should do this to get this average guy? Why isn't it always like why isn't it always like just like if the average guy comes our way, great. But they're always like, let's trade our three drafts and three future drafts for this guy who's well, like you you might not have heard if you weren't next to the computer yesterday. Uh Vladdy's out. Um I did. I did see that. I saw that. Which we're not gonna talk about that, but it's it's only because the like they have not had people who understand players in the NBA, but then it like gets broadcast through the media because they all gotta suck up most of them, you know, in in some way, you know, that are that are team sort of employees. They've gotta suck up, and so you get these just wild ideas. Like it, it was like Jared Dudley one year. <laughs> It was Jared Dudley, who was already notably fat at the time. All right. Anyway, we're not talking kings. I I just like, okay, so um, Tucker, PJ Tucker, he's stepped up in a unique way. And he has a unique trash talk battle with Jimmy Butler. Um, You could say Butler won the last one. I didn't watch it. Um I wondered if if Tucker was or did I call him Tucker? What am I doing? Yeah, TJ Warren. Warren, 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 Warren. <laughs> you know, you know what that's from? So many blurbs written where initialed players the, the letters start to look the same on you. <laughs> Blurb writing a, a a thrill and a curse. Um, yeah, PJ Tucker on the ball for the Indiana Pacers, uh, but. He's been going off. Yeah. Uh, what a grab for Indy, one. But I don't. I don't know if I'd be that afraid of him if I'm Miami. Like they got a lot of bodies that can step up and cover. Yeah, kind of anybody. I, yeah, I don't. I don't think that he. I don't expect him to continue going off against Miami in a playoff series. I think the, the key guy is going to be how much pressure can Oladipo put on. You know, how, what can what can Oladipo and Brogdon do to create shots? You know, if they're just going to like, if, if it's just going to be let's pass it around the three-point line and whoever is somewhat covered gets to shoot, then like they're going to be out pretty quick. But if they're actually going to make basketball moves to the basket, then the and Oladipo can, you know, be a, a really good player. That's the only thing that can, I think, make Miami kind of nervous because there, there's room for that. I mean, they have some guys. I don't. I mean, Duncan Robinson's a pretty awful defender, and so is Hero, and they need those guys on the floor offensively. So I, I think that there's, there's there is there's a way for, to where they they should you know, get into the paint. They should. They should be able. You know, they, they should be able to. Their team defense, Miami, is really good, but those guys in particular. I think even like Derek Jones takes some unwarranted risks and stuff when he's out there. Um, so yeah, I, I think it it could be interesting, but um, I'm gonna go Miami. 
Yeah, I'm going to go Miami. And, and what I think, um, you, what, what I like about Indy, aside from the guards you mentioned, and, you know, they have some decent, you know, their, their first four guys are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, though I will say about Oladipo, he's, he's such a question mark. Like, he hasn't been good for two years. So, you know, due to injury. And yeah. I, it's really asking a lot for somebody with his injuries and his timelines to come into the bubble. And yeah. he, he yeah. didn't even want to come into the bubble at first. They, they, they told yeah. him he had to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is going to cost me, yeah, what was it, $3 million a game or something? Like, oh, yeah. I was, I it wasn't was that much. But I was surprised that he was playing. It was that, um, you know, especially in a time where, like, everyone's like, Let's rest, let's rest, let's rest. I mean, this guy's been pretty significantly injured for the past two years. And, you know, I don't think they're winning a championship. So well, it seems like a. Yeah, it's time like, to get it's like this is rehab help. for him in a way. Yeah. And which of that was what yeah. brought down in, or probably um, New Orleans, is Zion was getting star status and he was basically rehabbing out there. And right. that, uh, you know, that that's not good for the collective. Of the team, uh, Indy though, like I, they have some interesting depth pieces, like um, you know, on their bench, Aaron Holiday, Justin Holiday, mm-hmm. um, Edmund Sumner. So they got like a lot of guys that can guard. Like if you had a, a star to guard, you know, that you needed some bodies to throw at, Indy might be more interesting to me. But Miami yeah. is such a spread it around offense, you know, facilitated by point Bam, which, by the way, Bam's upside, man. I, I am. I, I kind of think he could run point. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. I mean, <laughs> I just <laughs> not hard to tell when really cause good. disagrees. <laughs> Really, really good. I don't know if I'm gonna, I don't know if I'm gonna go that far, but uh, I definitely think. Well, but look, definitely... I mean, he's usually covered by a big because obviously they have to have some strength to cover him. You know, it, it's an interesting Don Nelson. Okay, maybe I've been hanging out with Don Nelson too much, cause. Do you see that one picture of him? Of Don Nelson. What do you now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was a, it was a, he was at the, he was at a game. It was like, and then I think they got a picture of him and Baron and uh, Stephen Jackson. <laughs> yeah, he's a, uh, he's a full on Hawaii pot smoking hippie now. Yeah, but he, he, really... he looked like he was out of Sons of Anarchy or something. Definitely oh, in the mafia. I don't know if the picture, but like his normal attire is like Hawaiian really... hippie. Yeah, they did a really good piece on him in, uh, on Real Sports. It was really good. It was really, really good. You should check that out if you have a chance. I, I do need to because, you know, as a Warriors fan um, in my previous life, you know, Nelly is kind of like just like ingrained into your history <laughs> yeah. for all the good and all the bad. Okay, so I'll take Miami in. Uh... This is bad. <laughs> take... Don't trade this Weber. <laughs> oh, God. You know, Kings fans, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I don't want to hear about your problems. Although I will say this. I think the Kings fans have been through more than the Warriors fans. I will finally give them that credit. It was just really bad. Like, as a Warriors fan, every good player in the league previously played for your team, and you got rid of them. 
That's that's not yeah. That's not even close. <laughs> of course, the Kings have gone through more than where's it coming off three rings? <laughs> no, yeah, they got a payoff. But prior to that, I mean, we were just happy to get into the first round against Utah or the second round against Utah. But but then we did beat the the number one team of the, and I'm, I am using we, like I was a part of it. Uh, anyway, I'll take Miami in seven. Ooh, okay. I'm going to say Miami in six, but uh, it wouldn't shock me if it goes. Ah, no, I'm going to go six. I, I would be a little surprised if they could drag it to seven. Boston, Philly. Um, ooh. I, this is a tasty meatball uh, because uh, I think the Sixers are sneaky. I don't trust Joel Embiid at all. Uh-huh. Like at all. But watching, I want to get your opinion on this. Uh, Matisse Tybel. Mm-hmm. I think he might. I don't know who I like. Who do you think the best defender ever was? I'm not saying he's going to do that, but like, I was trying to figure that, that out the other day. Um, uh, I was landing in the realm of Pippin and Doug Christie. Like, no, not Doug Christie. Yeah, and I haven't no. watched enough of Doug Christie. I know he's like, no. you know, no. like I hear his analysis, and I'm I, Doug Christie. Doug Christie's one of those guys that, like, he was in the generation where everybody was a Kobe stopper, uh-huh. just because they paid no they paid no attention to their offensive game, and they were just defenders. And like Christie was actually a pretty good offensive player, um, but he just kind of faded into that role. But he's not. He's not there. Great. I I I, I, I realized when I was trying to think of yeah, who not, I thought the was, best defender was, and I and I because you know I'm in the market and everything, and, and Christie, I was I was sitting there, I was like, man, I haven't really watched any of Doug Christie, you know, like whatever on yeah, TV, he, but like comparatively speaking, like I I just don't have anything there. Yeah, he was a good defender for sure, but he's not an all time well, great. So so I, I don't know, and Pippins, I haven't seen anybody do what he did. Pippen, Pippen's your guy? Yeah, I thought LeBron had a really good couple of years. Um, the last years in Cleveland and probably the first two in Miami, I thought he was doing some pretty spectacular things defensively. Um, I would trust Ron Artest in most situations against most people. But um, Pippen, I usually, he just had, he could just get so many places on the floor. So I'm watching cover so many different kind of guys. I'm watching Matisse Tybel yeah. on the court, and I'm sitting there going, "He's attacking the offensive player, and he's had he's had some pretty good covers, you know, like you know, covering both uh, C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard. I thought I thought Lillard was running from him, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but he's he's a, he's got that attacking mentality where he's like, "I got you on speed, I got you on length." I got you on instinct, like, I, so I'm 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 curious. Do you see that in him? Do you think that? I mean, he's a good defender. I, I you know, like, he's a good defender, and I I would assume if they're gonna have a go, he's gonna have to find more minutes, um, because, like, that to me is the uh, the Ben. Simmons' issue is the defensive side, which is so you know, funny because like, sometimes he he'll get active on defense and you know he gives you the look like oh hey this guy might be be okay on this side. 
I think he's I just think he's good. I mean, I, when he's when he's focused and when they're, you know, they're such a like mental midgets, you know, dirty diaper, you know, but he when he locks in, I think he's very good on the ball and off. I think he's an excellent help defender. And so I really like that's to me like I think actually on the offensive side of the ball, they become way more cohesive without Ben Simmons, right? Like, it's, you know yeah, exactly yeah. You, you know you're going into Joel. Everyone's going to get good shots. So there's going to be more ball movement because Simmons isn't going to be holding the ball. So it, it, they actually, I think, it, everybody really falls into their place without him on the offensive end. But defensively, when you got when you have like Brent, you know, if Hayward at times is your fourth best player, I think on offense you're you're going to be doing pretty good. So there's been a couple that, games where he's taken over too. Yeah, so I think that that's that to me is where I think that they're going to fall. You know, um, that's where Ben Simmons is really going to be felt. Yeah, they're thin. Philly is is real thin. Shake Milton has been terrible throughout the playoffs. That's that's an interesting one or the bubble, I should say. Um, but 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 what happened in in those Portland games? I thought that they. I just thought Philly had a unique look. If you have Josh Richardson and Matisse Thybul anchoring your perimeter defense yeah like that's i portland had trouble with them and i i I thought to myself i was like okay this gives you at least a punching chance i gave you zero chance prior to seeing this but um seeing that lockdown style i i but and and then to your point I, i do think an addition by subtraction situation is occurring here as is way too common in the league like yeah like I'm a fantasy basketball guy and y'all are playing fantasy basketball <laughs> out there thinking that player A and player B should be on the court together. Yes, yeah, seriously, right? <laughs> like what were you thinking when you did this? Okay, so I'll take I'm going to take Boston because of all of the reasons that we haven't said and all of the reasons you did say. They 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 they're um <clears throat> they're probably the, now the sneaky team in the East. Um, so moving in, mo- moving through the gyrations here, as we usually do, um, we'll try to do this quick. That would leave us with Milwaukee and Miami. We can we can just say we we like Milwaukee there, right? I like Milwaukee probably four two. Okay, because I think I think you'll see the the first. I think they'll have a good plan for um for Giannis, but not be able to execute it quite the way they want to. Yeah, you know, I shouldn't have been so dismissive of this matchup because this is actually the matchup that I thought Milwaukee could get dinged by. Because um, yeah. I mean, Bam, I mean, he yeah. is, he's like, if you're trying to draw somebody up to cover Giannis, well, yeah. that's the guy right there. Right. I don't know that there's yeah. anybody in the league that would be better. Yeah, he, he actually is the, um, the best fit because even if somehow Giannis is able to maneuver down low you actually have a guy that when Giannis takes the shot can actually keep him off the boards because <laughs> that's where he really gets a lot of uh, money mm-hmm. where he gets a lot of exchanges when he's already down there and then he's the biggest guy and he just gets an easy rebound and dunk put back but bam actually can keep him off the glass when he gets down there so um yeah I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a good series I think they're gonna be good games too yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Milwaukee in seven because 
Oh, yeah, okay. You're gonna, gonna, yeah, no, because I mean, I shouldn't have been as dismissive. That was just because we're, you know, we're trying to blast through and we spent 25 minutes on Lord knows Rats. what. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, this is actually the series. This is why I would be tempted to. Well, what I'll do is I'll bet Miami for the series at plus whatever, and mm-hmm. maybe I'll get lucky there. And because um, Miami has. Like, like Goran Dragic has been playing really well. The bubble has done some interesting things. Like, everybody got a long rest. So, old guys that have injuries, they're just sharper. So, you know, Dragic has looked great. Um, I love what they're I – lo- I love everything about Miami every year. Way too much. I'm a Heat fan. Yeah. I think – no, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Boston, Toronto. I, I, I This one's easy for me. Ooh. Like I, I think Boston's going to be fun in this series. It's going to be fun. I, I think that they're going to be definitely they're capable of winning. Would I bet on that? No way in hell. Yeah, this is going to be the most clear example of a team versus a bunch of good guys. <laughs> like they, like this is you are going to see system basketball at its finest, and it's really going to come into effect the last you know five minutes of each game. But this is what, when people are dedicated to each other and their system and that full trust, you're going to see that against a bunch of guys that are really good players, but you know, they're just kind of thrown together and they, they all think they can do it all on their own. And it's going to be the the last five minutes of every game should be, should be very, very telling (laughs) in this series. It's funny. I'm tempted to rip on the fact that it's Brad Stevens versus Nick nurse. And and then the internet might need some collective, Kleenex cleanup on aisle internet. Like they love themselves, some Brad Stevens and Nick Nurse. But isn't but, it? But, like, but wasn't Brad Stevens supposed to be what Nick Nurse is already? You know, right. <laughs> like he was supposed to be the one that was going to be like you know, shining rings for the next you know two decades, and, and Nurse came out of nowhere and's got his chip already. <laughs> I'll say, I got, I got to ask, like, who should the Kings pick up as, as a new GM-coach combo? And, and my answer to that is, find the hardest worker that's not a dick. You know? <laughs> like, and because these guys just, like, I mean, and it's with any coach. It's like, okay, you know, the league is doing this. Oh, well, why don't we try out that? You know, this. Yeah. And they're not, it's not dogma, and it's not like, Back 20 years ago, this is how I did it. It's, yeah. you know, it's just find the next thing. Um, okay, so I'll go Toronto in, I'll go six. Yeah, that sounds good. Toronto six. So That's then we go Toronto, Milwaukee. I'm going to go Toronto. I'll, I'll give it seven. I'm going to go Toronto in six. We, we'll, we'll break that down deeper when it happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we, got the, we both got the Raptors coming out. Yeah. yeah! Wow. Oh. All right. So off to the west. Um, we're we're not going to talk Lakers and play-in game winner, um, though. Well, you have to say who you think. You yeah, think I know. I was just realizing that. I'm, I mean, I'll go Lakers in six if it's Portland, and then I'll go Lakers in four if it's Memphis. Uh, and I know, I know, I should probably do five. No, I I'll do Lakers. I do like. Well, I mean, I'm I just think that, that I think when we get to the playoffs, that the, the that the whole thing tips for the Lakers in their favor against Memphis. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, definitely 4-0 against Memphis. Um, I'm tempted to go 4-1 against Portland, but I'll go 4-2 against Portland. Um, I think I think LeBron will have a pretty LeBron-y series, I think, and um, that will save them. But they, they, they're going to have some trouble. They're going to have some trouble. If, if Portland had – well, the funny thing we talked about, we're not going to do it again, but Mario Hazonia is a LeBron stopper and – yeah, there might yeah, not be a player in the league that is worse at the game of basketball than Mario Hazonia, who, by the way, to tie things into earlier in the podcast, was a player that the Kings definitely wanted, and everybody yeah, sure. locally was like, gotta get Mario Hazonia, man. <laughs> it's like, you no, know you idiots, stop! Sorry. He's, he's, he's like more talented and has a better body, but he reminds me of that one dude you guys had. Uh, as far as his don't put it on go. me. Whatever this is, who who, Bielitsa? His instincts. No, um, Macklemore. Oh, like well, what, when you watch Ben Macklemore play, it's like I'm, I was always just like, what is he doing? Well, he's like, actually what? now in Houston. He's he's knocked off a lot of the Kings. Well, because in Houston, you don't have to do anything. You just have to catch the ball and shoot. He's perfect for Houston. It was <laughs> a rough like, couple. It was a lo- it was really rough for Ben McLemore. It really was. Like, yeah, and- Tony's like, he's going to do, he's going to catch, shoot it every single time. Okay, perfect. <laughs> uh, but, but I mean, like, they don't have anybody to cover LeBron. Mario Hazoni is like the only option. <laughs> So, but I mean, like literally with Mario Hazoni, it's like if he's supposed to shoot, he passes or drives. If he's supposed yes. to pass or drive, he shoots. Like every play, I like mean, like, you, you, it's every always- every possession. You're right; it's crazy to watch, um, and it's easy to understand why he hasn't made it. The passes, still he'll drive in and he'll get the like he'll get the he'll drive the defense, and instead of passing it to the guy whose defender came, who's wide open and who moved to the proper spot to get it, he'll throw like some over the top thing trying to force it to the corner three, where like a defender's just standing there waiting. It's like it's like what are you doing? Are you are you? Well, and they mic'd him up the other day too, and he was just talking mad trash, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course that's how that would go uh let's move on houston and okc really big series here we're burying the lead a little bit with this um you got the the chris paul russell westbrook angle here that's hilarious not for not not for a couple of games (laughs) well and that's also i mean you know the big knock on chris paul is the injuries and here you go russell westbrook you're you're out um speaks a little bit to how aggressive that houston is with playing their guys in the bubble yeah, uh, I, I Houston is just so weird. They are so it's like easy to read them, um, but they do have this wild card of hey, we're just going to go super small and see if y'all can keep up. Yeah, uh, so that's I mean it makes them an outlier in terms of of what they are. Uh, the Thunder, on the other hand, are pretty traditional big center. Um, you know, Shy Gilgis Alexander is legitimately I don't want to say terrifying, but he's, he's a really good, good man. He's a really good player. He's got he's a, he covers distance. 
Yeah, they. Um, yeah, and their benches played really well. You know, like over where they over over where people would have them. Yeah. Um, Lou Dort. I don't know if he's gonna be healthy, so that takes a little bit of depth out from their bench. Uh, Danilo Gallinari. Somebody pointed out on the internet. I don't know who, but it was a great point. He can shoot over the entire Rockets lineup. Yeah, yeah, that's helpful. Yeah, they don't think that they really have anybody. Who do they have that? I mean, I mean, obviously Tucker would battle anybody. Um, but he's got all those moves, you know, he's got all that, those crazy turnarounds and stuff. Um, I, I, I think I'm going to go OKC here. Um, I think I'm going to go OKC in six just because I don't, if Russell's out two games, I mean, I don't know. I just don't, I think that they're a good defensive team. They got a lot of length and I just, I think they need someone that can put pressure, and then and also because Harden, I think he he's just gonna walk the ball up the court. Every, you well, know, he, he, it was funny that that's the interesting. So Dave, he's been running, he's been running, but will he stop running in the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, I we watched he, it last year. Yeah, yeah, it, I have no doubt he's gonna. They're, they're, he's gonna be walking that thing up there. Every possession, and I think that they might be OKC might be a little too good on defense to do that for forty eight minutes. So now, now Jeff, said, Jeff Green could defend Danilo Gallinari. Yeah, but for how long? I mean, I guess he's got to play more minutes because Russell's out. So I think you know that obviously skews everyone's minutes. But I mean, he's such a like folder. He he he's like one of those dudes that really can disappear in a game, you know. Like Jeff Green, I thought he was gonna be a lot better of a player, and it's really it it'd be like you watch him play like when he was younger, and you'll be like, he he scores like a quick like nine, and you're like, oh okay, well of course this is if you scout him, of course he can do this, and then he finishes the game with twelve, you know, and you're like, it's Jeff Green, you know, so. I don't know. I'm not after that stirring not, endorsement. Uh. <laughs> but he's but but he's a much better defender than he is an offensive player. That's 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 well, absolutely at this point. He just fine. there's sometimes you just got to have a body that fits the profile. Like he's, he's he can just get in his way so he can't be bullied and and then he can get a hand up and right. you know bother him. Uh, the 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 guys that they can throw at uh, Harden, Chris Paul. I would put Chris Paul on Harden for a little bit. Sure. You know, let them f- have the, the biggest or uh, the best flop battle of, of yeah. like <laughs> all time, really, when you think don't, about I it. Mean, don't, you, don't you have to go into that being like, if you're the ref, don't you have to be like, he's covering him. No matter what happens, I'm not blowing a whistle. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, you have to do that. Otherwise, the game would never end you- and we would be here all day. <laughs> Look, you're gonna go and you're gonna review the game, and you'd be like, "That mother! Oh God! Bleep. He 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 flopped! He flopped again! He flopped again! <laughs> Both ways! It's just gonna be hilarious! You'll feel like a fool!" So if those two are covering each other, I'm just I'm swallowing the whistle. <laughs> and then you got Shy Gilgis Alexander. He is probably not gonna get as many calls as he's gotten in the regular season. I think he's earned the refs' respect. Um, yeah. 
But then after that, you know, and Andre Roberson's playing. I don't. It's been a long time since Andre Roberson's been good, but maybe he did get healthy enough to give twenty good minutes. Uh, Terrence Ferguson, you know, in terms of just like length that you can add, you know, into this like swarm of coverage that you're going to throw at the guy. Nerlens Noel, you know, yeah. um, being able to recover in, in some of these situations. Uh, Basley. He's an interesting player. We'll we'll cover him at some other time. Uh, Lou Dort was was another one, and then Diallo. Yeah. Uh, there's just bodies that are that are they're, they're not like high end gonna lock him down, and they're not gonna get calls, obviously. But like, just you need to send waves of people at James Harden. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. I I'm, I'm gonna go. Who boy, I'm gonna go. Ooh. This is tough. I'm gonna go. I'm going to put my faith in Chris Paul and Shy Gilgis Alexander and Danilo oh, Gallinari and Steven Adams, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Seven, seven games. Yeah, <laughs> all right. So here, here's but my, my pick is them in, when I say six, but it is pretty contingent on Steven Adams and Nerlens Noel will have a million opportunities to get offensive rebounds. They have got to score. I don't want to see Steven Adams getting offensive rebounds with Austin Rivers on him and throwing it back out to the three-point line. Mm. They have got to they have got to be worth being out there. You know, they've got to get the offensive rebound and make a damn basketball move and put it back in the hole. I don't, if Nerlens Noel and Steven Adams are even if they get two or three on a possession, you know, like they're not the greatest shooting team. You know, they they've got to score. Nerlens Noel and 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 Adams have to score when they get the chance against this teeny little lineup. I concur. I concur. As much as I love a good pass to the three point line, I concur. Denver, Utah. Denver, Utah. Um, I don't believe in Utah. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm. Four one, but I don't even know if I. And Denver's come, man. Denver, Den, they've come up in these this bubble, like Michael yeah. Porter Jr. Jeremy Grant is going to end these playoffs as a known name. Yeah, you know what I've noticed a lot about Michael Porter Jr. Um, he 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 moves without the ball really well. Like he gets a lot of cheap buckets on just backdoor cuts. Yeah, he's, he's way like, better than I thought he'd be. Yeah, he. I didn't realize. I. I mean, because when I scouted him, it was just like kind of him just chucking, mm-hmm. you know. But he's got a much higher basketball IQ. He's really good on like ceiling guys on the backside and stuff like that. Like he's like a he's like kind of got a, a lot of old man game in him that. I didn't expect. Like he gets, he gets eight easy points in the half court every game. It's funny because you, know, you can he, you can say like these guys need to play and they need to get minutes and they're going to get better faster through getting minutes. I agree with that. But mm-hmm. sitting the bench and being behind Paul Millsap and being behind all these other good players, you know, yeah. you, you do get the time. You get the time to yeah. to watch the game and. 
you know that the only way you're getting on the court is if you do those little things. It's like you get it why coaches play veterans and you get it why coaches do this stuff and make them earn it. Um, that's a whole other conversation because a lot of times the veterans aren't earning it. Um, yeah. And so on and so forth. But Michael Porter Jr., man, he like that is some serious found money. Nobody was putting him in a playoff rotation. No, no, no. I, yeah, I'm still, there's still some, I still have some concerns of him, you know, leadership wise and stuff like that. But if you don't need him to be a leader, which I don't think they do, I think they've got, they got enough like solid dudes there. And you're just going to say, all right, kid, go out and score. I, I think they've. And he's really, he's a, is, he's a three really right now at this stage of his career. Yeah. And that's a position that they've been kind of like dubious at with Will Barton being hurt mm. and or ineffective for much of the year. Gary Harris hasn't played at all. Um, so you, you don't is, really know is, what you're going to get out of him. Is he going to be? Yeah, yeah, I think he's going to be. I think it's just they, they, they knew that they needed to get him rested up. Um, which is funny because there's been a lot of time to rest, but uh, yeah. he's just always hurt. Concerning to me, I thought that. Then, I, I, I thought he was. But he's kind of played his way off the even... floor too. So it's. I, I don't <laughs> think they're like dying to get him back in there. Yeah. Which you know kind of speaks to his his decline over there. But I mean, he's really good when he's you know, healthy and, and on his game. Um, it's missing all eight games before the playoffs. Any way you cut, it's not going to be, uh, received all that well, but like Tory Craig. Yeah, man, I don't want to play against that guy. He's going to leave a mark. Yeah. Yeah. So they've got a lot of guys there. Um, they've done a good job of bringing in like, because everyone talk, it's like the most cliche thing, chip on your shoulder. But it's not like these guys are just they're they they got some bulldogs out there, you know that that are you know didn't have anything you know handed to them, you know, and um, they're not giving up their spot, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Once they get these are the type of dudes they get. They're not giving it up. <laughs> so, well, you look at that uh, second unit. You go Monty Morris, Tory Craig, unless he's starting, or with Gary Harris if he's coming off the bench. But like Monty Morris, uh, Tory Craig, you, you're looking at Michael Porter Jr. either starting or coming off the bench. Will Barton starting or coming off the bench. Um, you know, some combo of Grant or Millsap coming off the bench, uh, and then you get Plumley. You know, running that bench unit. Yeah. That's that's a very seasoned with playoff experience team there. And so I like it. I love it a lot. Um, Utah. I just don't think we've talked about this on the show a bunch. We don't got to spend minutes on it. Uh, Rudy Gobert, not, he should not to me. I had, I did a list of players. You know what? Actually, I want to use this list here. I made a list and I didn't want to tweet about it because I just didn't want to deal with the blowback. Here's the players I have on my list over Rudy Gobert real quick. Marcus Smart, Maxi Kleber, Jeremy Grant, P.J. Tucker, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, D'Anthony Melton, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Shai Gildas-Alexander, Tybal, Mikhail Bridges, Rashawn Holmes, Derek White, and this is just defensive. 
I would rather have those players defensively than Rudy Gobert and many of them over Anthony Davis. Now, if you told me Anthony Davis was going to lock in and be just as like dialed in as humanly possible, I might knock a few of those guys off. Uh, I think Davis is playing pretty well. I don't. I think that his reputation is helping. I think that people aren't really going after him for some reason. Like I, mm-hmm. I feel there's a, a lot of shots that need to be taken in the paint against the Lakers that aren't being taken when he's in there, and I don't know why. Because he hasn't shown over the last two years, at least, that he's going to be, you know, swatting everything out of there. He just hasn't shown it. So I don't know why people are intimidated. I mean, get your shot blocked. It's not, you know, if he can do it, he'll do it. If he, you know, don't, 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 don't acquiesce that he's going to block you. Yeah, you got right to challenge him. And everything has to go downhill in, in any sport. You go downhill, yeah. and then everything, yeah. and then good things happen. Uh, but I just don't. I just don't think when I watch Utah play, I just don't think they just seem like a team that doesn't want to be there. I mean, when I when I watch it's not when I watch Utah play from Donovan Mitchell down, I see a team that just has got better things to do. Well, and honestly, the Rudy Donovan stuff, like I do think that I mean, when you hear so much about it, like that to me says it's real. And I, we'll talk off the air, but yeah. Anyway. So you got we got we got Denver. I got Denver four one. Yeah, I'll go four. Uh, yeah, I'll just go five to keep it simple. It's it, I don't think it's going to be close. And I don't either. I think that Denver might have a really bad shooting night that's going to give Utah a chance. But uh, I, I'm t- I really tempted to go four zero, but because I just think they're they're just more than eager to get out of there. Clippers um, and Mavs. Um, we're going to both go Clippers here. I don't think Dallas has a shot in hell. And and it's the reason why I picked the Clippers no, against no, Dallas um, in one of these bubble games. They they have like five guys that can cover Donkic. So talk about chopping the head yeah. off the snake. I mean, yeah, there you go. So I'll go uh, I'll go the Clippers in five for that one. Yep. So yeah, we got right. Clippers and Denver in the what is a really tasty meatball of a, of a series. Yeah. Um. I'm going to take the Clippers here, but I actually probably have more fear of Denver knocking off the Clippers than I do the Lakers. Uh, I see where you're going from a personnel talent perspective. With that, I just don't think that they have the experience to do it. I think that... Denver, yeah. Like, I think that... The high-end experience. that The high-end, you know, deep, really pressure-packed possession experience. I I think that... That that series against Portland, was it last year, Portland? Where they went seven or whatever? Yeah, yeah. That one, I thought, put a little hair on their chest. It, It did, but I don't think enough to, like, I'm just if I had to go in against the Clippers, I think I would rather have, You'd rather have the Lakers. The Lakers. That's yeah, fair. I, just, I mean, because I mean, look, they're close. They're close. They're good. And like, and like, uh, from a talent and personnel perspective, yes, I would definitely rather have Denver playing the Clippers than them. But I just think that they 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 waste a lot of possessions. You, you know who worries me about Denver? Jamal Murray. 
worries you in a bad way? It worries me in that just there's times when he gets really inconsistent. Yeah. That's, I mean, I love the player. I think he can get it done. You know, he'll have like, in a series, he'll have at least two big games, I think. Yeah, um, I, I think there's. I think that there is times where they really need to. Like, I like a traditional point guard. I know everybody wants your. Everyone wants their point guard to score thirty points, but there are times when you need a guy that is only concerned about getting the best shot for the team, and that guy for them is is Joker. And I and I think there's times when Murray. Where they should run sets that direct that go to Joker almost immediately and let like him be the point forward. I would do that almost exclusively down the stretch of games. But you know, Murray and you know when Harris was on the floor, he they 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 get wild and they want to like run the clock way down and you know dribble at the top, you know, and at half court. And, not valuing you know, possessions. Yeah, you know, and it's like you you can run an offense there. Like, there's nothing there's nothing that says you can't run your set, and and still only and still not really try to shoot the ball with until six seconds left. Like that's that's you can do it, but like no one really has. It's like guys don't have faith they're gonna get the ball back. <laughs> so they'll just stand there dribbling the ball. There's also an, so, the thing that you've seen over the last say five to ten years is just the analytics that say with every second and with every dribble the percentages go down. So yes. like everybody, like they get this in their ear all the time and they're like, well, clearly I must shoot then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I needed just a little tiny of an, a bit of an excuse to shoot this. You gave it to me. Thank you. Uh, so um, Denver, I will not have advancing versus the Clippers. I will take the Clippers in six. Okay. I'm going five. Mm. I've, Good games. Good games. Your, your lack of confidence in the Nuggets Good is games. noted. So that brings us to the 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 ah. big the big matchup that we've talked about quite a bit. So we'll 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 talk about it when it happens later. But we got uh, Clippers in L.A. Uh, you think L.A. is going to get by OKC? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm. You know, it's funny because OKC. You know, we've been talking about a first round upset for a while on this show, and uh, now I'm going to give them no love whatsoever. Yeah. You know, I think that Chris Paul and Steven Jackson will irritate the Lakers. Sure. And if it was, let's, let's, I mean, if it was the Rockets, I would probably say the same thing. They'll irritate them. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll go Lakers and I'll go six just because, you know, they'll probably do something like play Rajon Rondo or something. Yeah. Playoff Rondo. Playoff Rondo, yeah. Keep them. Okay. All right. So we then got we the, uh, big, the, the big dogs. I'll just go Clippers in. I'll go Clippers in seven. Just, you know, I think these teams are pretty evenly matched. Yeah. A lot of personnel on both sides. Uh, I'll go uh, Clips in seven. Yeah, I, I think so too. Actually, eh. so this, this is a, qu- the, now this begs a question that I've been thinking about is, yeah. could I possibly take Toronto to win it all? I don't think so, because um, I, I I just I don't know that they have a guy that can give you like you have to have a guy that can give you like twenty 
really difficult points. Like, like you have to have a guy to win a championship that can really make, you know, you know, can, can make seven to ten really, really tough contested shots. And I don't know that they have a guy. Like, they're matched. They have seven and, guys who can get one. Yeah, they have a bunch of really good players. And Siakam might be that guy next year or the year after. I think he will be. I just don't know if he's there yet. I just think it's fascinating that, that you you could very well see Toronto face Kawhi Leonard. And yeah. the optics of all of that, like, what if Toronto wins? You know, like, that's such a great story. <laughs> if Toronto wins, then it was really good that they let him go because they saved a lot of money. <laughs> right, right. I mean, there's just so many layers of funniness there and 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 just you know on the other side if Kawhi beats the raptors or anybody but you know if he beats the raptors like talk about your all-time like you know he's really gaining legendary status with a win like that and to beat your old team it's unheard of i mean if he wins this thing he has had three of the most important championships ever. He ended the Heat's run. He brought a championship to, to Toronto and then brings a championship to the Clippers. <laughs> possibly the worst organization in the history of sports. I mean, like, those are three huge. That's, those are like three of the most important championships ever. And why not? I tucked this one away at the 112 mark of the Cos and Bruce show. If he wins that, I'm starting to like really, really put him ahead of LeBron James. <laughs> well, you, you, you really I, want to do that? I, I, I did it. The, the 113 mark of the, the Cos and Bruce show. I mean, I. I get it. LeBron is LeBron. I get it. I get it. He's not chopped liver. He's obviously very good. But one player controls both sides of the floor. One player makes the right play more consistently than the other. I I mean, I've not seen... I've seen Kawhi play some some interesting defense this year, you know, and maybe over the last two years. But I've never seen him, like, let some nobody just beat him on a drive to the basket in the playoffs. But I've seen LeBron have it happen to him. I've seen him give up out there multiple Mm -hmm. times. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. You're not going to go there. Hello? Uh, Yeah, I said. No, I mean, I I just don't think he's a very good defender right now. I mean, I think that'd be the last. I mean, even his last, I don't know, the last. Two years, three years of Cleveland. I mean, I just think he's old and stiff. I think he's got a, a really tight back. Mm. Uh, he can't sit in a defensive stance for very long. Um, you know, I thought he was an incredible defender when he was, you know, younger. But I think the the years have piled up on him, and then the refusal to be a part of an offense that, that spreads the ball more, where he wouldn't have to do as much, has also added to that decline. Um, but you know, I think that 
I mean, I definitely think Kawhi Leonard is a better player right now. I mean, to me, he's the best player in the world right now. Um, so we'll see. And, and, I, and I believe they're – I don't know if he's ahead of – because what is he, 27? Kawhi? And he's older than that, I think. We'll get stat boy on this real but quick. I, I think he's uh, – I mean, he's right on pace, right? Like, I'm just saying it. Like, I'm not – I'm, I mean, he's on. I mean, I think he he's on pace to. He's twenty nine. Oh, he's twenty nine. Okay, but I think that's right. I think they both had their um, third championship, or he might be a little bit ahead. I'm trying to think of when LeBron this is won. If that he one. wins, not like yeah, if he doesn't win, I don't think that conversation. I mean, I could get all nerdy about it and try to play what if, but like, I mean, at the, you got to get the third championship, in my opinion, to be at that level of a discussion. Sure, absolutely. But he, but he's still got time to throw a couple. If he wins, if he wins this one, he's still got a, quite a bit of time to throw a couple more in there. So, uh, it'll be interesting. You're, you're, you're not you're not going to go there yet, though. That he's better than LeBron. That he that no. he will have had a better career than LeBron James. If he wins his third one, no, no. Ron, the, 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 in the pantheon of NBA greats, that he's higher than LeBron James. No, not no. You're not, not gonna go there. Not even. Uh, no, it's not even like close. Uh not as a. I think that you can, if you want to argue that Kawhi's prime five or six years whatever you think those are if you want to say that that is a better prime five or six years than lebron's that would be an argument but the totality i mean like he's not that's a great point because when lebron comes into the league day one and is dominant and and had all the responsibility and not a lot of good players i mean that first that first team that he drug to the finals against with the with the the game against the pistons was it yeah i mean but that that roster is just garbage it is garbage the (laughs) east was garbage too at that time but yeah no it was it was it was bad i mean the pistons were coming out they they had won a championship not too long before that (laughs) you know but I mean, like I, I just so I can't I can't give him that. But he's a really good player. I mean, he's he's a, I think he's he's creeping into all time talk if he wins this for sure. I like to get ahead of these things sometimes too much. So <laughs> okay, so we've got um, we're we're going Clippers. I presume uh, are you changing? You're not going with Toronto, right? Yeah, I'm going to go Clippers um, in that one. I think they got a little too much uh, defense for um, – I think they can make too many guys disappear. I think they can make Van Fleet and Kyle Lowry go away. And that's going to be an impossible task if uh, they you know, expect to win. I am so tempted to take the Raptors. I, and and it's, it's just like I, I look at – like where where would I find the cracks in the Clippers? I would go. Okay, what if Paul George gets all weird? <laughs> I think this is still recording. Yeah, I, I we had a, we had a little tech issue there. Uh, I I think I would take. I'm going to take the Clippers. I'm so close to taking the Raptors. 
just because like <laughs> you look at some of the like I, I'm not a big believer in Pat Beverly anymore. I'm not a big believer in like I wouldn't bet my life on Paul George being Paul George when he needs to be Paul George. Um, he, he can shoot them out of uh, he can shoot you out of a game. <laughs> no doubt about that. Yeah, it, it, and it's it's no doubt. It, my, my but I will say this: my th- my fear level is not that high with him as it as it would have been in past stops. Like he can mix in with what the Clippers are doing and and not have um, as many question marks. But like just the the Raptors to me are tough. You're gonna get what you're gonna get out of those guys through like seven or eight slots on the the rotation. They are what they Absolutely. are. They're not going to make mistakes. They're going to do something creative. You know, they're going to, yeah. you just, they are a really good team. And so. And there's, there's no fear factor. Why? I mean, and, they, and Fred they, Van they, Vliet, they <laughs> I'm sorry, Fred Van Vliet is going to be a star in that series. Like, they might have to spend a defender like Kawhi or Paul George at some point to cool him oh. off. Well, I think that they will. I think that I, 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 that would almost be my strategy. I, I, I think that I think those two are more important. Like I think that Siakam can't create enough at this time. Like he, he might score. He might score thirty a game, but like for them to win, they need everyone involved. And I think Van Fleet and um, and Kyle Lowry are the guys that do that for him. So I would much rather put Kawhi on one of those guys or Paul George and almost just take him off the table. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I get you. Van Vliet's the killer. Yeah, that would actually be my strategy. But on the flip side, I mean, I I always can't pronounce the kid's name on Toronto. Um, I really like, uh, yeah. I mean, like. He's like their eighth man. Look for him. And he's yeah, good. But look for him. He's really good. They have he's bodies really that they can... I mean, it's, it's like we talk about, like, L.A. has bodies they can throw at, like, Luka Doncic. Like, the Toronto Raptors right. have bodies that they can throw at Kawhi and Paul George. They do. They do. So they do. It's... I, I will be putting... Well, you can change. I'll give you the right to change in future shows. Okay. So like when we get to the finals, like, if it's Toronto versus the Clippers, and I, and I get a you know a little bit more then, more confidence here. I, yeah, because by then I think they'll they'll really have put together a lot of really good basketball, and I think that you'll be all in. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can fade me at mybookie.ag with the code hoopball, get a fat bonus. Oh, I love it. All right, well, we've gone long. and But the good news is, is if we hadn't talked for 25 minutes about rats and cockroaches and your vegetarianism <laughs> and what, uh, f- what, what foods make us go crazy, we would have been in under the wire. But That's we true. just can't That's control true. ourselves. What we need to do they is, do is they- hang out before the show and then get all that out of the way. Uh, follow us <laughs> online. <laughs> Shoot, oh, go ahead, go ahead, shoot. No, shoot, no. My real, read's obviously quick, not that uh, important. So are you happy with you're happy with the, the Joe Dumars selection? <laughs> what, you're going to throw that in at the 122 mark? I am. This is just a quick up, thumb up, thumb down. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, it's a thumbs. It's a big thumbs down because I know or, what's going or maybe, on there. Or maybe, or maybe a 
maybe it doesn't even matter. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. I mean, you, until Vivek Ranadive finds out how to hire a basketball guy or gal that gets it and then he gets out of the way, it's never going to change. It, there's too right. much like that's funny the pattern that's emerged so like you know he he has the peets and the, the chris mullins you know come in and then he's like oh you know maybe we should have Vladdy divok hang around a little bit you know and then they're like you know installing Vladdy divok i tweeted about that it's funny i had a a guy that you know out there in the twitter space try to make fun of what i said it's like they brought in Vlade because they trusted him because, you know, they needed to calm the fan base because the previous administration had done so much crap. But what Vivek does, the, 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 I was just laughing because the guy didn't understand anything about Sacramento basketball. Uh, the He always brings in the next guy <laughs> before making the move. You know, it's like he knows something's going south and he's like, well, I better bring Joe Dumars in as a consultant. You know, so I've got that next thing in place, and I mean Joe Dumars. That's what you do. In, that's what you do. In. That's like a Gavin Belson as well. So, so no on Joe Dumars, and then quick, uh, what was the uh, so Chicago? Who should be the next coach there? Who should be the next coach? I don't care. <laughs> I no, I, I, I mean, honestly, I need to sit down with a list of coaches that I think are. Up and coming. I mean, I would throw Dave Yeager somewhere. There's a team that Dave Yeager is good for out there. Like, I'm not a Yeager guy, but like coaches that are young that really want to get after it on the you know the X's and O side, like I go go for one of those. You know, give somebody a chance. Like Kenny Atkinson, he can get a job somewhere. Uh, that, he'd be good. He'd be good. Jacques Vaughn mm-hmm. probably deserves a look after this bubble run. Jacques Vaughn. Well, there's a lot of dude. Like, I don't know what's the deal with. Uh, I don't know what the deal is with Sam Cassell. Because if I was going to tell you, like, when he retired and got into coaching, if I was going to say, like, a guy that is kind of like a would be a great, great coach down the line, it was like Sam Cassell. He's been assistant for like 10 years. So I don't really know what what the deal is there. I don't even know if he gets interviewed, but like, like he's he's like a profile to me of like a guy that would be a really good coach in the NBA. But, I got to sit down with coaches and free agents, and then people ask me about you know general managers and stuff. I got to sit down with all that and figure out who I think is the next great Nick Nurse or Brad Stevens. Follow us Actually, on I would feel it. You'd think that Tyron Lue would have the upper hand in all this, right? <laughs> but, but, but I don't know that he wants that job. You know, when I saw Ty Lue coaching the Cavs, like, I looked at a guy that seriously needed, like, five years off. Like, he just had bags uh, oh, under his oh. eyes. <laughs> well, LeBron will do that to you. Back to my original point with Kawhi versus LeBron. Follow us on Twitter.com slash KOZANDBRU show. Some 500,000 days without a tweet because Twitter sucks. Facebook.com slash KOZANDBRU show where Kaz did not post last week. I know. 
I promised. I promised. And everything. why it's all Cause's job, I don't. I don't know. Because you actually like Facebook. I just go on and shit post now. <laughs> I guess you are getting your game is stepping up there. I am. I am. I am. I'm, but but. Hey, I'm, hey, you know what? We win this thing in, in about three months. I'm gonna go on a, a cleanse. I'm just gonna be pure positivity. There you go. There you go. Another one's in the books, folks. Peace. Peace.